0: Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, mm-hmm. the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined today for the first time my friend Stacy Hisong. Is that you pronounce your last name? Yeah. So
1: yeah, I've that's right. Got it right the first try.
0: <laughs> What's up, Stacy? How you doing?
1: Good, how you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in Michigan.
1: Yes, it is.
0: The weather is the perfect temperature for uh, filling vending machines right now because none of my candy melting and I'm not sweating and I can still wear pants.
1: Oh, that is nice. That's good. <laughs> right? That's good. Uh,
0: how are things going for you?
1: Oh, well, it's, it's going good. Going good. Just staying busy. I own two businesses. So... Yeah. Why
0: don't we plug some of those up right okay. here off the bat? <laughs> All
1: right. So um, my first business, Successfully Sassy Coaching. I am a life and mindset coach and I have a master's degree in counseling so that's how I got started Mm -hmm. and I just had a workshop last week over at Bailey's in Dearborn
0: shout out to Christina Laster (laughs) hope your teeth are okay (laughs) oh Christina
1: (laughs) um so So, yeah, I did a workshop over there for how to build your confidence and up-level your life. life. And it was awesome. I had 11 women there where I helped talk about confidence and stuff like that. And then um, I also just did a speech for girls who do pageants about how not to be mean girls Ooh,
0: we'll talk about pageants later i too. know i'm excited about that <laughs>
1: and then my other business is i'm a pure romance consultant where we sell bath beauty and massage products as well as bedroom accessories
0: i think exclusively dildos is what everyone thinks
1: <laughs> exclusively that is what people think but shockingly <laughs> enough we actually only sell one dildo that's it and the rest are vibrators but 80 percent of my business is bath and beauty
0: Funny story. I was at a like a diaper party with Melissa's family for her brother-in-law. Okay. And it was the same night that she was at one of your pure romance parties. Okay. And uh, her dad asked me where Melissa was, and I'm (laughs) like, she's at a pure romance party, and he's like, what's that? And then some other guy that was there is like, it's like a dildo party, (laughs) and he's like oh that's awkward and he just walked away
1: (laughs) thanks thanks dude yep that's not a weird conversation to have with my girlfriend's dad at all right (laughs)
0: anyways (laughs) speaking of sucking on stuff (laughs) what are we drinking tonight stacy
1: i don't know let's see let's see huh Oh, I'm. Of course, you're going to have me read this because I'm going to just butcher the name. Oh, come
0: on. You've heard it before. Okay.
1: So, Lagunitas.
0: Lagunitas.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. (laughs) Citrus
0: I think that's right.
1: Okay. Citrus pale ale.
0: A poly
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. Did I mess (laughs) that too? With some natural blood orange juice. Mm.
0: Yep. Lagunitas Brewing Company. I believe this is our first Lagunitas. Uh, beer on this podcast i'm looking up at the beer wall um oh that's
1: what all those are up there huh
0: yeah yeah every week you're gonna get to put one right up there yes you have your opener here let's open these and taste them cheers Cheers. newbie (laughs) pretty standard pale ale coming in at 7.5 percent what do you think
1: I think it's pretty good it's got like kind of that bitter that a lot of pale ales have but i think that the the blood orange kind of sets it off a little bit mm-hmm.
0: yeah. you know i don't know all the beers taste the same to me these days
1: yeah well I, looking around you've you've had quite a bit hey this so. is oh this is over a year's <laughs> worth of
0: beer per week but yeah. I, I do consume more than just the split six beers per
1: week you do oh my gosh that <laughs> shocking. is shocking shocking to everybody shocking.
0: I <laughs> but yeah um, glad to get back into uh, a pale ale it's been well actually I think I did one two weeks ago but last week had a porter I'm like I know I texted you earlier yeah. I'm not into porters either oh good but we had my friend Jake on the podcast and the beer is called Jake's
1: oh well you kind of and there's a dog on it
0: yeah and I he mean. has a dog
1: well then see it all worked out
0: don't get dogs everybody they're terrible and I'm <sighs> that, that's my new thing hashtag don't get dogs
1: I completely disagree with you I think dogs are the best things ever and I enjoy them more than people
0: live here for hey. one week.
1: <laughs> Hashtag all the I dogs. a
0: dead fox over my fence the other day.
1: Okay, so maybe your issue is, is you need to go with ankle biters and get some little ones like I have, and your life is so much easier, and they just love you, and they oh, snuggle you? Yeah,
0: I want a cat. It's like a even smaller dog. Fear number one. Sport. Uh, all right, on to a subject that's yeah. not about my stupid fucking dogs. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sports, sports. We got the Tigers game on in the ba- in the background. Um, who cares, though, right?
1: I mean, I care, but okay.
0: You into the Tigers? I love me some Tigers. Well, hey, let's talk about baseball for the first time <laughs> this year on this podcast. You
1: haven't talked about it at a all. A
0: little bit, but okay. I don't know anything about baseball, so okay. I have to have like a baseball specific guest on. Okay. I know. Do you know that the Tigers just made the first overall selection in the draft Correct. yesterday? Correct. Uh, yeah. Miles. Miles.
1: Davis? No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, they took a pitcher out of Auburn. I know that. I forget Mm -hmm. his name. Do you know his name?
1: I don't. I don't like it. See, I can't pay attention to the minor league system or the farm system too much because i remember numbers so hard that if i remember that stuff plus all of the stats in um the majors my brain i would know nothing else
0: (laughs) oh okay (laughs) yeah yeah uh and also with baseball the minor leagues like it doesn't matter for like five years from now i think right like you draft people and then they don't really get to be on this the starting team for like yeah. Long, longer than any other sport. At least. Yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe hockey. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It takes a long time for them to move up to the major leagues, like to the Tigers team. There's like three um, minor league levels before they move up. Right.
0: Yeah. Um. But this season, the Tigers, you know, everyone's expecting them to be bad. They should be bad because there's no way they can possibly win a playoff series. But they are hanging around and they're doing they're. Like, way outperforming their talent on their roster, in most people's opinion.
1: Yeah, I think I think a lot of people are surprised with the success that they have. They kind of started off the year not hitting too well, um, and their bats have warmed up quite a bit. I think our bullpen is still an issue, but it's looking a little more promising. You
0: know, that's Tiger's tradition, though.
1: 100. I mean, <laughs> if we had a bullpen, I think we may win every game ever for the rest of life but that's you know bullpens are not our strong suit or so. maybe we
0: would have won one of our world series bids <laughs> uh,
1: i went to one of those games and it was like tragic watching them lose that especially when it's october and you're so damn cold yeah yeah
0: yeah you know i wish i was in the baseball because it consumes so much of the summer and it's the only sport where it's the only sport on at the time yeah so it really makes i just i don't know it's, it's boring i'm and I know it might be offensive to some people, but it is seriously a slow game that I, I mean, I understand it too. Yeah. Like, it's not like I don't understand the game.
1: No, it is. It's definitely a slow moving game. I think going to games are a lot more fun. But as a fan, when I go to games, I don't pay as much attention because I enjoy the drinks that happen That's at That's my games. problem too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I like to watch Tigers at home. I really pay attention a lot more when I'm there um i actually i hated baseball until i started i was like 23 and started dating this guy who was like Mm -hmm. really into it and we started dating and he worked nights so i just kept watching the games when he wasn't home and that's when i started like memorizing stats and then started knowing more than him and just kind of stuck
0: so you're an analytics type of person yes (laughs) like
1: when they come out and give those ridiculous statistics like It's been 42 years since someone with blue socks hit a home (laughs) run in this park. Like, I'm like, that's so cool. Why do you know that? Yeah, I like that stuff.
0: Well, hey, here's a fun statistic for you Mm -hmm. uh, that I heard on the radio today. Okay. As of today, it has been one decade since any of the four major sports in Detroit has won a championship. Shout out to the 2008 Red Wings.
1: Oh, that's so sad. Isn't it? This
0: is the darkest times of detroit sports in my life yeah well, probably in most people's well i mean i don't want to say most people's but anyone under 30s yeah. probably i mean i'm
1: 34 so but yeah
0: yeah yeah i don't know how it was before the red wings got on their streak because i was born into that playoff birth mm. every every 25 years in a row and, you know the lions never been good but no
1: yeah
0: uh pistons were great two times in there and the tigers mm-hmm. just got off of their right their their big streak which right. honestly you know it's the thing about the tigers if they had rod ron Gardenhire, Gardenhire that's their yeah that's yep. their manager now mm-hmm. if they had him when they had Osmus, they probably it would have at least contended for a world Series.
1: oh i agree completely so for me i had a really hard time when Gardenhire was gonna come here because he was the minnesota coach for so long mm-hmm. i was like Ugh, I hate him. And then he came, and that first game, he got so passionate, and they kicked him out. I was like, yes, Gardie is my new favorite <laughs> manager. Like, I was so excited. And he's been kicked out, I believe, a few times this year. So mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. When that I, when that's I, the
0: measure of a good coach.
1: I agree. If you are that <laughs> passionate, that's how I know you're doing your damn job. Yes.
0: Yeah, and he just—it's like he's getting more out of his players with less talent, which is something that we could have used – before, when we had an actual chance, like we don't need to win right now. No, no one thinks we're gonna win mm-hmm. the World Series. We have very little chance too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we kind of, if you believe in the tanking philosophy, we should be losing games to get better draft picks to a cure for like three to five years from now, which is sounds like a long time because it is. It
1: but. is. It is. But you know, I think the thing is, is that I think the team is a lot better than people anticipated them being, and mm-hmm. because we are in the shittiest division there's i yeah, mean we I can still contend to actually even get a spot in the playoffs in general which right. i think at the beginning of the season no one thought was even close to a possibility
0: right no we we were i mean we got the first overall draft pick last year and you can't trade draft picks in the mlb yeah so <laughs> yeah you had to be and that's what i think like that gives me hope about the tigers is because like before we like after the trade deadline when we trade away all of our assets like Alavila, our manager got us, or general manager mm-hmm. got us to be the worst team possible in mm-hmm. in the MLB to get the number one draft pick. And because you know you can never tell the players to tank. I don't believe in that. The like, yeah. players got to try as hard as they can. But it's the general manager's job to, if you're in the tanking mode, to put the worst people on the field, even if they're trying their hardest, they're just not good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was impressed with for them to, because they 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 passed like I think like seven or eight teams to get to the last spot or the worst spot last year. Hmm. Which is impressive.
1: Yeah, I'll be honest. Last year, I stopped watching, which is probably the first time I can say that because it was so infuriating to me. Like, I just yeah. I couldn't even watch it because it it was just gross. Like, I'm not. I I ain't got time for that. <laughs> okay, nobody got time for that.
0: Do you root for Justin Verlander in, right. in Houston? Are you happy for him?
1: I am happy for him. Um, I'm happy for any of the Tigers that like really mattered to our team. So, like Scherzer, I love. Seeing yeah. him killing it. I love, love that. I'm happy for Verlander. I wish he would have stopped shitting the bed when he was here and yeah. like would have played how he finished the season in Houston. I wish he would have played like that for us to begin the season last year. But he didn't, and I'm sure him and his, you know, hot wife are enjoying <laughs> it down where it's warmer. So
0: I really when uh he was on the Tigers and we had Justin Upton too. Mm-hmm. when when they were going to get married kate upton and justin verlander i really wanted justin verlander to take her last name so we'd have two justin uptons
1: oh my god that would have been great i would have (laughs) absolutely loved that and then like they would have he would have had to put like a two after it because then he was like justin upton the second right yeah i like that yeah um
0: yeah so you know that's baseball in detroit (laughs) in a nutshell uh we're in the dark days, but at least it seems like Alavila's doing it right. Hopefully, they'll do good enough where they can sell off some pieces uh, before the trade deadline and acquire more assets to later sell to other teams when we're ready to win.
1: Yeah, and I mean we have a lot of really good young players right now. So if we make the team young, I think that gives us a good shot in a mm-hmm. couple years for sure.
0: I mean, it's literally what Houston did. They mm-hmm. were like one of the worst teams in the league for a while and got good enough or get good enough picks to trade them and get someone like Justin Verlander
1: right, to help right. put
0: them over the edge. Yep. But anyways, in important sports news, <laughs> the NBA and the NHL finals are currently going on right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which one do you like better? NBA or NHL?
1: Okay. So I'm going to just be totally honest here.
0: I would, I, hope, I would hope nothing
1: <laughs> I actually hate them both. Oh, really? <laughs> However, here's the thing. So, um, a, guy that i was dating is a huge hockey fan so i watched a lot of playoff hockey recently mm-hmm. um so i got I, I know who's playing i had watched quite a few games leading up to it so mm-hmm. i know some about that nba used to love we had season tickets the year of the in 2006 when the pistons won that was
0: 2004
1: yep that's what i meant <laughs> um i we had season tickets for that and then um when they went on strike i got like pretty salty about that because like
0: i think you're mixing two sports i'm
1: not i promise they went on strike or no they started sucking that's what it was Uh, oh no 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 i just hockey went on strike yeah no 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 okay here we go so (laughs) they started sucking and it was hard for me to watch that because again like the tigers i just i Mm. turned it off last year um so i stopped watching the nba for a really long time i have watched quite a few more games in the last couple years than i had watched previously but i will tell you as far as the warriors go draymond green who's a Michigan State Spartan. Go green.
0: Oh, you're a Spartan fan?
1: Oh, honey, I am a Spartan. I oh, you are it. a Spartan? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, 2002 to 2006. Go uh, green. Yeah. I'm
0: a Spartan fan. Uh, me and my brother Mitchell are Spartans fans, and we have our other two brothers are Michigan fans. So we have a little rivalry going. Okay. And I, we do have um, a lot of family that went to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Or by a lot, I mean two of our cousins. Yeah, totally a <laughs> lot. Yeah, it's more than I had,
1: so that's a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, so I love Draymond. Uh, I, he's a very dirty player. Yeah, and I was time- going to
0: say, how do you feel about him now? <laughs> so I have
1: a hard time with him now. Cause you know, Izzo would not have tolerated that shit like whatsoever. So the fact that he got into the pros and started punching people in the balls, I think is like kicking. He and he kind of punched him too the Probably. one time. Probably, I, like,
0: would, I wouldn't put it past him.
1: Yeah, he like punched him oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> like he walked over him and he like seriously punched exactly. <laughs> like I'm just checking them out, making sure they're working. Um, so I have a hard time with that because I, as a Spartan, I feel like he was taught better the fundamentals. He was taught better, mm-hmm. but again, I'm I'm gonna love the Spartans because they're Spartans. So yeah, rough
0: you know. rough year for Michigan State, huh?
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it really was
0: but yeah. um yeah so i guess let's let's move to the nba finals mm-hmm. then uh warriors are up to zero on the Cavs. there is a game tonight okay. that i don't know i've been rooting for lebron this series because i mean i'm in, and i'm a warriors fan okay but i just really don't like Kevin Durant going there and it just seems unfair so I'm rooting for the underdog a little bit. Okay. Cuz the reason I started watching basketball after like you you know like you were said I was really into when the Pistons were good. Yeah. And then the Pistons got garbage and I was right. younger and I didn't really care about sports as much. So I mm-hmm. fell off and you know only focused on the Lions. <laughs> but
1: good call. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Then they went <laughs> then they didn't win a game one season but um but then LeBron Went from Cleveland to Miami, and it made me hate that so much because he joined up in a super team. So, got back into basketball rooting against LeBron. Then I see Kevin Durant go from Oklahoma City to Golden State and build the best team ever created. And so now it's like Steph Curry's a favorite player. Really like Clay Thompson, really like Draymond Green, but I can't stand Kevin Durant going there. So, yeah, rooting for LeBron because I do think he's the best player to ever play. I've never seen Michael Jordan. So don't oh I, don't ask you me make, comparisons. You
1: make me feel so old that you've never seen Michael Jordan. It's not
0: track. that I wasn't alive during him I could have watched him. I just wasn't into basketball until the okay. Pistons were good no four.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: um but, you know, in, in, in even so, LeBron's physical abilities are far supreme to Michael Jordan.
1: Yeah, there there's no doubt LeBron is an athlete. Plain mm-hmm. and simple, he is he is one hell of an athlete. I I completely agree with that. Um, I think it's an amazing. I'm not a LeBron fan. I'll tell you that. Mm I, I have, I appreciate him because I've kind of read about like his personal life. Yeah. And I appreciate his personal life. Like he's very low key. He stays under the radar. You don't hear about him out cheating on his wife and he takes care of his kid. Like I, I appreciate that because some athletes are just garbage. Right. So I appreciate that about him. Um,
0: it's amazing that for someone being recruited to signed with nike or adidas since 14 that he yeah. didn't turn out super fucked up yeah
1: oh yeah 100 percent. so um i'm not a fan just because i feel like he he's way too cocky i mean i guess if i was the best in the world i might be cocky too i mm. can't i can't say i wouldn't be
0: i think you're a little naturally cocky so you I f-
1: I am confident there is a difference. Okay. okay. There is a huge difference. I believe in who I am and I'm proud of that. Okay.
0: My brother Mitchell has a rap song. It's my favorite rap song that he has. It's called Confidently Cocky.
1: (laughs) oh okay I'll have to, i've listened to some of mitchell's raps, and i really enjoy them i think i um i did not believe like somebody was like no he's so good seriously he's so good And i'm like this white kid from livonia can't be that good and then he, i met mitchell and he was like i'll pay, play something for you and i was like dude i kind of dig you like this is awesome so but yeah i i think with the Cavs, i i think it's great that somebody is so good that you can legitimately carry an entire team like yeah. so my best friend's husband he has a bet with me because he bet me that um the Cavs will get swept like there's no way they're gonna get swept so I bet him ten dollars because I said LeBron won't get swept like I don't believe it I refuse to believe it mm. but he's playing with guys who like don't know that they can't dribble in bounds like <laughs> right. come on you know like <laughs> he, he is he is the underdog and that's crazy to say that the best player in the league is the underdog yeah,
0: it's it's really bizarre how you could build such a bad team around the best player in the league
1: right you would think more people would want to go there
0: right but I then mean, again but it it's is, cleveland right <laughs> yeah. same, we have the same problem here with detroit we're never really going to land a free agent yeah uh, sorry if you guys hear my dogs They're probably barking at people walking across the street
1: They shouldn't be walking across the street This is their area Come on, dogs are the best Right <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> um, Yeah uh, So in terms of this series it, the, the the first game of the series Golden State got a little lucky Because the refs a little bit robbed them Actually, hold on I'm going to pause this because these dogs Sound like there's someone knocking on my door sorry about that everybody i know it was only a millisecond uh for you guys but uh i don't know what they were barking at people walking down the street whatever but and we're back now they're locked in the kitchen (laughs) so this series golden state's clearly gonna win the question is will lebron get a game and what will happen to his legacy if he doesn't win a single game
1: so as i said i bet $10 $10 that I he, that he will not get swept. I do not believe that that's going to happen. Mm. If it's only one game, that would not surprise me. But I do not see him going out without winning one. Yeah. As far as his legacy goes, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't followed NBA for a super long time. But at the beginning, he kind of shit the bed hard when it came to the playoffs. Is that a correct statement?
0: Uh, For this year um yeah well his first series went to seven if that's what you mean
1: no i mean like when he came into the nba he like kind of didn't perform as high as he should have
0: maybe i don't know but he was like 18 or 19 right i don't i I, like i said i wasn't a big fan of the nba until he went to miami
1: so i'm i'm the reason i'm asking is because your question about a legacy i feel like a legacy means you have to look at the the entirety right so if he did shit the bed before that's gonna ha- already have an effect on his legacy if he only right. gets one, I think that even if he doesn't get any, I think you can't you literally can't judge the player on the fact he has no surrounding cast,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, and the fact that he does have this the surrounding cast he has, and he already is he's in the finals, and <laughs> Golden State has this unprecedented team that's been there four years in a row I mean both these teams have been there four years in a row which has never happened across any sports mm-hmm. two matches two matches up like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you know I don't know I mean I think if the LeBron's gonna win a game it's gonna be tonight if he wins tonight if he wins dominantly tonight you know I don't know these next two games we'll learn all if unless he wins these next two games Golden State's winning the series for sure mm-hmm. I already think that I mean everyone already thinks that I called it like I said, I've called the I've called the finals matchups four years in a row.
1: Well, and, yeah, it's and, the same, and, and it's, same matchup. And it's
0: not remotely like <laughs> remarkable, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, it's obvious. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's the best team versus the best player.
0: Exactly. And the East has been notoriously weak. It's getting better though. I mean, the Boston series went seven with uh, LeBron. But they also are missing their two best players, mm. which that will be fun. Fun It will be fun next year if Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward are both healthy with the Boston Celtics and then they, seeing them play against the Warriors. Unless, Unless. Stephen A. Smith has reported mm. that LeBron will be talking with the Warriors this offseason because LeBron's contract is up because they only sign one-year deals now. They do? like the like the big players, oh, the big do. players. Mm-hmm. okay like lebron and kevin durant they only signed like one-year deals oh. so they have flexibility
1: interesting
0: so yeah, you know, the big question is where's is lebron gonna go next year
1: so i'm pretty sure that the city of cleveland might burn itself down if he leaves again
0: i think i don't think so i think the city of cleveland will understand and all they got what they wanted they got a championship and they desperately have needed one and the king brought them one but i think they can understand how terrible this team is and why lebron would want to leave
1: i mean i guess that's true so if we look at i mean we talked about verlander if you if you genuinely loved what he brought to detroit you still genuinely Mm -hmm. love him even in houston so i i mean possibly i just i think lebron is such a big name and such the only thing Cleveland has, yeah. <laughs> like the whole city in general, the only thing it has right. is LeBron. I I don't know. I think that 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 will be a huge blow for the city in general. But
0: I think if for for us in Detroit, it'd be equivalent to like Matthew Stafford leaving the Lions, going to another team, winning a Super Bowl, but then coming back to the Lions and winning a Super Bowl. Not that Matthew Stafford's at all like LeBron. Yeah, but like. It'd be like that. It'd be that type of franchise. A franchise that's never won and been notoriously bad forever. Mm-hmm. Like the Cavaliers don't have much success other than, yeah, luckily getting the first pick when LeBron was came out. Right. Someone right. from Cleveland, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason that uh, he's there. You know, it, the fact that he came back shows to me like that. That made me like him a lot for coming back to where he was from and bringing them an actual championship
1: yeah and and i hated when he left it's you know talking about Mm -hmm. stacking the stacking teams i i hated when he left so he could go play with shaq and um dwayne wade like
0: shaq was retired i believe but really Mm -hmm. it was chris bosh was the other guy
1: oh yeah that guy, he kind of looks like a dinosaur yeah right? yeah. yeah 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 okay, okay. <laughs> and,
0: he, and he was from the toronto raptors too <laughs>
1: <laughs> sometimes i'm funny and don't even mean to be look at that <laughs> weird so yeah but he, i mean he went there obviously to win a championship so yeah. it, it is a nice thing that he went back to at least play for a city who adored him you know
0: right and then you know they re- repainted the or rebuilt the poster everyone unburned their jerseys right. with magic or yeah. Whatever, yeah. or just bought more of them
1: right yeah we've <laughs> some crystals around right yeah something like that <laughs> you witness know. you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it, you know
0: that's the thing with, with lebron like right, with the lebron versus mj debate like mj's got such a good story because he won three in a row then retired to play baseball and was like you know not good but mm-hmm. above average baseball <laughs> player
1: i mean better than me or you right yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then comes back and wins three more in a you know so that's a great story he and LeBron's kind of story badass, is you know? like i'm an immature idiot i'm gonna go and win my championships but then realize that okay i need to come back to cleveland to bring my home city a championship like i was kind of destined to do right and he did it yeah and you know the only reason he doesn't doesn't, doesn't have more is because golden state established this insane team
1: mm-hmm. it's like the patriots you know it's right. kind of like a dynasty they're mm-hmm. building there. oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah.
0: Like the Patriots, like you know, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl next year? Most people are going to say the Patriots, <laughs>
1: right? Because it's just an easy guess, even if you know nothing about football. Right, yeah, like Tom Brady's still playing Patriots. Right. Like It's just an easy guess.
0: And Tom Brady's the LeBron of uh, the football, or or vice versa. Yeah,
1: know, yeah. V Yeah.
0: But you know, it's like with football, it's more. It's a little more random, at least, and like. Because football is not solely dependent on one player. Like basketball oh, yeah. can right. be mm-hmm. with uh, the Cavaliers. Right.
1: And as, um, who is it that always says, Dickie V, it's a game of runs. It's a game of runs. Yeah. Like basketball. No. So, I mean, once a player gets hot, it's that's all they need it takes a lot more you have to have much more team dynamic in football so
0: right and the thing is though like when playing against the Warriors like you can feel the energy shift like watching these last couple games you can feel the energy shifting back towards Cleveland but the Warriors are so volatile with the three-point shot that like it the Curry it was just on fire when LeBron was trying to come back and like Mm -hmm. they were cutting it to six or cutting it to four And Courage just hits the most ridiculous threes because he's the best shooter this game has ever seen. Mm -hmm. Also my favorite player, Mm -hmm. but you you can't, this, that just made me realize that this team is so good and too good. It's, it's a foregone conclusion. Mm -hmm. There was one team that could beat them and it was the Houston Rockets and their second best player got injured uh, during the series. And, you know, I mean, le- last week I was talking about how Kevin Durant kind of clogs up that team's offense, and they'd be better off with, uh, a, a, like, a more passive rebounding player. Mm-hmm. Like, the Pistons haven't had their jump, but the Pistons are in purgatory. Um,
1: <laughs> Detroit, right? Like, as you said, it's yeah. it's Detroit right now. We all are.
0: The Pistons, so it's been, what, I think, like, 56, 57 days since the Pistons fired or the Pistons season has ended and they fired their coach. They still don't have a new head coach and they still don't have a general manager. It's kind of madness yeah. <laughs> right now.
1: Usually they're like silently interviewing mm. people before it's officially announced someone's like, fired. Yeah. <laughs> out of
0: all the teams in Detroit, the Pistons have the bleakest outlook.
1: Mm, that's so sad. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have Blake Griffin, but... Like, Griffin has a contract that's going to screw the city over for a long time. And at, we already have other Max players that aren't good enough to be Max players. But, mm-hmm. you know, unless LeBron decides to come to Detroit, hey. which, honestly, I think makes sense for him if he's going to stay in the East. I can't think of a better team. If you, if you take away the money situation and, just, and, and where the city is, there's not a team that lebron would fit better around i think than the pistons in the east
1: well and like i mean if we were looking at like logistics dan gilbert owns the stadium yeah. that cleveland that cleveland plays yeah. in now mm-hmm. and he also owns detroit right. so like he could probably talk him into it you yeah, know
0: yeah and I I, I I don't think uh lebron likes dan gilbert that much Damn. i think i think there was like after the game seven win against Boston, like there was a video of him just blowing him off walking. Really <laughs> yeah.
1: interesting.
0: But you know, LeBron's never gonna come here, but if he's gonna go anywhere other than Cleveland, which I think he's staying in Cleveland, um in the east, it doesn't make sense for him to go to Philly because what everyone thinks, but Ben Simmons can't shoot, who is Philly's point guard and needs the ball in his hand, which LeBron so far in his career has always had the ball in his hand and kind of running like a point forward type deal. So I don't think that's a smart option for either party. Can't go to the Celtics. Can't be with Kyrie again. Can't. They they don't need you (laughs) Um, anywhere else in the East, like maybe Miami, maybe he can go back to Miami. I guess I could see that. But other than that, the Pistons would be great for LeBron. Assuming he would want to go there, which he won't. And <laughs> assume we could afford him, which we can't. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, on to the NHL.
1: Okay. All right. Let's do this.
0: Golden Knights down 3-1 to the Washington Capitals. hmm The question I have is, will Alex Ovechkin be the biggest choke artist of his time?
1: Huh. That's an interesting question. So, again, most of my hockey knowledge comes from somebody I dated. Mm-hmm. So, like, big Ovechkin fan... Um, and... I
0: hate Alex Ovechkin so much.
1: Okay, well, I'm not a huge NHL fan, so my opinion is, like, a bias in between just kind of sort of knowing some shit, but not really. Uh-huh. So, um, I know that he's he's never won, right? Right.
0: So, he's never been to the finals before.
1: Oh, okay. So, my thing is, is...
0: Oh, well, what, he'll neither have the Vegas Golden Knights.
1: Oh, I understand. Like, please don't <laughs> get me wrong. I think their story is fucking phenomenal and after mm-hmm. the year that vegas had last year i think it's great to watch something good happen for that city i think it's great oh, that, yeah. mm-hmm. that people can rally around something like that i think that's why sports is so great when people say i don't understand why you get so into sports i don't understand why people spend all this money i don't understand because sports can rally a community that not no like nothing else yeah, can yeah. it really does so i think I mean, I'm, I'm pulling for the Golden Knights because how cool would that be? Like, mm-hmm. honestly. But to, with Ovechkin, I think he is a veteran player who's been around for a really long time. And honestly, if he can't pull it through, get your shit together. Like, <laughs> get your at, shit you're, together. You're
0: at 3-1. If the Capitals don't win this series, that'll be so hilarious to me. And that's why I want it to happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and and as I said, I I'm really pulling for the Golden Knights. I think it's an amazing story. It's a story unlike any any other, and not just because of what happened in Vegas last year, mm. um, but just because in general, when you basically get all these players from all these other teams that probably feel like they're displaced and like f you to all their teams mm-hmm. that they had that they left, right. they have this, you know, it's not like it's a super team. It's like this team of like castoffs,
0: right? It's, and it's like they have no good players, but they also don't have any bad players.
1: Right. It's just this like mediocre team that should not have gotten to where they did. And the fact that they did is amazing in its, in its own right. But I, I saw this really funny meme on Facebook because, you know, I'm kind of a meme um, like queen. I love them. Meme queen. Meme, meme queen, yes. So um, it was something about how if the Golden Knights win, I hope that during their playoff parade, every player wears their old team's jersey. And I was like, oh, that would be so great. Like, you know, they're
0: planning on throwing a parade even if they lose. Good. How do you feel about that?
1: I think, uh, well, so, okay, I feel, again...
0: Sorry, okay. Melissa's the cutting you off.
1: number two, entertainment.
0: <laughs> so if you can finish your thought.
1: Um, I, th- I think that because of what happened in the city, I think a parade is a great idea regardless, but I also feel like it's kind of a participation trophy, so yeah. not great. So if it, it was any other city, the answer was solidly and not great, but it's Vegas, so just have a parade anyway, because it's Vegas. <laughs>
0: hey, Vegas, I can't wait for you guys to actually lose something, because, well, besides, like, human lives, but, you know, like, lose a sporting event.
1: I thought there were only five beers in here. I was like, uh... No. Oh, yeah, I already drank three of them. <laughs> I was like, something happened.
0: <laughs> One just fell over, everybody. Yes. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: I thought he was lying to you about split six. I'm just saying. <laughs> I am a new guest. I don't know how it all works.
0: Yes, I give my guest two and I drink four.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. Well, on to, as Melissa just said, entertainment. <laughs> Samantha B was slammed for using the word cunt. Yeah. Oh, sorry, everybody, if you were triggered by me saying cunt, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, not a great word. Mm at all I won't lie I've used it I my dad is also a trucker shout out bill um so bill, <laughs> bill, by, bill, bill, by, bill. by the way I told him I was coming to do this podcast and he was like um I would love to be a guest where I get to drink beer your jobs are so cool I'm like I know yeah <laughs> um, So I think the word in itself is not a great word. I won't lie. I've used it to describe females. And as a feminist, I feel bad about that. But sometimes in anger, I say things that I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Tell me more. Tell me more. Where do you want to go?
0: Okay, so (laughs) Samantha used the word to describe Melania Trump, who has been pretty much absent. Some people think she's dead.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Conspiracy theory. I like it.
0: For her being so quiet, quiet when her husband, the POTUS, is saying all this batchet crazy stuff about immigrants, which she is, mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Um, but the whole outrage of it comes stems from Roseanne being canceled on uh, ABC. ABC. Yep. Uh, for <laughs> using like racist rhetoric right. and tweet mm-hmm. about i forget who we talked about a little bit last week but um
1: and i think it was an aide from the obama administration yeah she said if yeah. this
0: person was a movie it would be this movie with planet of the apes mm-hmm. and she's a black woman and so it's like what the fuck
1: <laughs> you yeah know? like no
0: she blames it on ambien so. <laughs> i
1: saw that shit like are you kidding me lady oh my god
0: <laughs> don't take ambien you'll become racist
1: right right
0: But the the word "cunt" uh, itself is has a completely different history. I mean, people from Australia use it in daily sentences.
1: Really? Yeah. I think I might move there.
0: You know, it's just like a. It's probably just like "fuck" or a little bit. Okay. I mean, maybe not exactly, but like other places use it. And also, I will defend like the use of pretty much any kind of language, especially when it comes to what word it is. In terms of comedy, and Samantha B hosts a comedy po- or a show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if we're going to try to restrict comedy, that's a dark path that I don't want to go down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and especially because this is just fucking fake outrage because it's a retaliation against them getting rid of Roseanne, who is a Donald Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. And Samantha B's uh, left winged. Very. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. <laughs> you know i don't know it's silly the the things that they can they can point to the left for saying like these little minor things mm-hmm. and then they have audio of the president <laughs> admitting to Grab sexual your assault pussy.
1: <laughs> yeah um so i agree with the the comedy thing because as far as comedy goes there are so many people who use racist terms and a lot of comedy stems around racist things anyway Mm. or not even not necessarily racist but stereotypical things right right? like a lot of comedy is based off stereotypes Mm -hmm. right so no matter what color comic you're watching or what race you know black white asian doesn't matter they're making fun of every other race as well as their own in in comedy um so i think that's something i personally don't like somebody in the spotlight using the word cunt like i think that if as women and you know we'll talk about this in a little bit but (laughs) i'm such a big supporter of like supporting and uplifting women in general that to i mean i honestly think like melania has like stockholm syndrome like just based on everything i've seen so like for me i feel like she i wish that she would speak out so that she had a voice but i feel like she's like this poor hostage in this like it, just as innocent in this situation <laughs> so i don't like that that she she directed it that way but to try and and make apples and oranges is is mm. kind of crazy
0: I think uh i i heard and a lot of this stuff i haven't independently verified but i hear it from podcasts i trust but <laughs> when uh when the election was going down and it was like like you know the trump room was watching the results come in and like it was kind of like made made aware that Trump was going to (laughs) win Melania was openly weeping
1: oh my god (laughs) yeah she probably did not want more people to know that's who she's married to
0: right (laughs) and she doesn't want like oh my god this crazy man that I'm married to yeah is going to be president, yeah. You know, and they and they were probably just doing it at first for like a publicity stunt, you know, because yeah, it those was plans oh, for create, sure. Like, it was this joke, Trump TV, and a, like all this spinoff stuff. Like a lot of people just run for president just to get like book deals, mm-hmm. you know. I'm sure Trump was using that, but he just, you know, got a hand to Trump. He's just good at sh- like marketing himself to his base.
1: Yeah, and for those of you who watch Jersey Shore, he's basically like prank war champion. Like let's just say right now prank war champion. That's it. He's prank war champion.
0: I don't know what that means.
1: So Jersey Shore. I I'm addicted. I can't help it. It's embarrassing and <laughs> Is it w-
0: ba- I heard it was back on, right? It's
1: back on and it's so great and I love it. But basically Probably um,
0: Donald Trump does not in it. This no, year. he's not.
1: But Pauly D is one of the characters, yeah. and his whole thing is always about pranks. And he runs around the house and he just screams, "Prank War Champion, Prank War Champion." Oh. That's basically what Donald Trump did to the fucking nation. Is he's <laughs> yeah. Prank War Champion? Like it's he, Pauly D pranked a house of six other people. Donald Trump p- pranked a fucking nation, like right. the the world, really. <laughs>
0: So. Oh, we'll get to that.
1: We are on entertainment <laughs> still. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, you know,
0: honestly, on this podcast, we don't stick to topics very well. So no. that's totally
1: fine. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um. All right. So Samantha B. Uh, she apologized. I I don't even really know what the context was she was saying, but I just wanted to bring it up because you know, yeah, if, if they're gonna call or if we're gonna call them out, I guess they can call us out. I, I don't even know what your political leanings why yeah. exactly but
1: I I mean I think you and I have pretty aligned leanings okay. I think you're a little bit farther than mm-hmm. I am but I agree with most of, I I cried on election night also. So Oh good. Can, yeah. Um <laughs> well, ass- Melissa
0: wore black for like a couple weeks after.
1: <laughs> I mean, as you can see, I only wear black, so I did also, I'm sure.
0: If it's uh, not black, put it back. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> oh, spring colors perfect. It's black. Um, but I I honestly I just I feel like, like I said, with the word it's just it's a harsh word to use if you're supposed to be Somebody who and Samantha B, she's mm. kind of like she's one of the lead, leading comedians, right? Like she has so her you've own seen show. The show. I I have watched the show. I've
0: never watched it. Okay,
1: so I have watched the show, and I find her to be hilarious. Mm. Again, a lot of my thoughts are like her thoughts. Yeah. But I think when you're supposed to be like a feminist, uh-huh. you shouldn't. You should know better. Like I I, it, you just, ouch. Like it's just ouch.
0: I don't know. I think I feel I mean, <laughs> I, I am a feminist. Yes, I for sure. am. Yeah. Uh, But I disagree with that logic of it. I don't think being a feminist has anything to do with the kind of words you use. Like one of my favorite feminists and comedians and podcasters is Corinne Fisher. She hosts the podcast Guys We Fucked. I don't know if you've ever heard of that.
1: Is there two girls that... Yeah. I have listened to it. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my
0: favorites. Okay. And I love it. Uh, and she uses that word all so the time. So
1: I think the context is different though. Right. So like if I were to talk about mine, I think using that word is something oh, totally I think, different. I think she's
0: calling... When she uses it, she's calling somebody a cunt.
1: Okay. So for me, that's hard just because, like I said, so I'm a mindset coach and mm-hmm. I feel like when you say things like that and kind of put it out into the world, it allows... I mean, not to get like so like so feministy here, oh, but okay. but I think that if we call one another that it makes it OK for men to call us that, too. So oh, it- I
0: don't I mean, I would I I think if a girl calls another girl a cunt that I mean, I think anyone calling each other a cunt is kind of sucks. Yeah. But just using the word in general, I guess, well, she did call Melania a cunt, so yeah but using the word itself i don't think is that bad i think
1: if i'm using it in a sentence which i've often done and Mm -hmm. it's not like in a derogatory way but i can tell you somebody that i know called me a cop back in about february Mm mm-hmm and what that did to me, total, it ruined our friendship. I flat out told her, you and I will never be friends again because I cannot t- I cannot take that back. If you would have said I was being that or I'm being a bitch or I mm. am a bitch, I could have forgiven a lot of that. But that word just carries so much weight for me yeah. that if somebody, when she said that she told somebody she's such a cunt, you are clearly not a person I yeah. want in my sphere.
0: No, I, 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 get it in that aspect of it for sure. Then I didn't realize that until like I was just focusing on the word, not like the aspect of calling another person. Because mm-hmm. I would never call anyone a cunt, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with using the word, but I'm not gonna say like. <laughs> She's a cunt. Yeah, point. I and I have never said that, I don't think, at least.
1: Yeah. I and like I said, I, I really believe that's a word with context because it's I know I've used like the, it. Kind of
0: like the N word.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. But just just as um, you know, I think they symbolically buried that word like a few mm. like five years ago or something like that to try and get rid of using that word. Mm. But it it's it's a similar thing. Like if people call that to one another, what what makes it OK for that to happen, but then for somebody else not to say it to you? Like, I I just feel like if we want to teach people right from wrong, mm-hmm. we have to act the way that we want to be treated as well. I feel like it's giving permission to say, OK, a, a man can say that about an, a female, too, if a female can say it about a female.
0: Yeah, no, so. <laughs> if a man's cause... Calls- uh- a a, a woman a cunt that's fucked up right right (laughs) that's super fucked up right
1: but by her saying that i feel like it's like almost giving permission like i mean no not really giving permission but almost like excusing if somebody else says it
0: oh my god i just what what, i'm not i'm not this is all i'm not uh saying who this was at all this is all left anonymous but i just remember that recently one of my friends did call uh some woman cunts Mm mm-hmm And I was pretty shocked. Yeah,
1: because what does that do? Like I said, that was... What does that even mean? i know it
0: means like vagina or
1: yeah i mean that that's pretty much it it's just like a as far as i know it's like the dirtiest hardest harshest word that you can use but because it has a derogatory connotation it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what it means like you know because i could say like i could look at this right here and be like oh this is a guitar but if i were to be like god that is the cuntiest guitar i've ever seen you'd be like (laughs) Well, what the hell's wrong with my guitar, right? Like it just—it has. i probably this, laugh,
0: but I mean, I
1: would laugh too because who the hell describes something like that? But that's—it has. <laughs> no, I this, get you. I the get you. word just holds more mm-hmm. weight, and it—it's a hurtful word, right?
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's a lot like—it's a lot like the N-word, except for not. I feel like a little less. Well. Because that's a word I won't even say on this podcast. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to ever say that word.
1: Yeah. I And that's a word I also never use. And I know I use the word cunt. And, you know, mm. if my... But you got the right to. But see, I... I guess I... I don't really, but I have been. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if we try and teach people better, we shouldn't use the word either. So mm-hmm. even for me to use the word, like... And as I said, I know I have, and it, yeah. it's not been in good context. Like, <laughs> I never have I used that word in a positive way. <laughs> so, in in order to for her to say that like publicly like that, it's it's allowing for an excuse for others to use it too. So, right. I don't I don't appreciate her using the word, but no, I don't put it in the same context as what Roseanne said or or something for the simple fact that she said it and it's
0: and she's coming from a place like i don't think samantha b is using it in like a in like a way that's i mean i'm sure it's meant to be offensive and it's meant to be comedic is what it's really right and i think and i and i and i have a hard time trying to censor people from like being comedic yeah i like I could find a way for you to even use the n-word in a common comedic way as long mm-hmm. as i know your intentions are 100% right.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that statement. I think a lot of it has to do with intent and context and, and all of those things. So not knowing the exact context, I can't give like my 100, was mm. this right or was this wrong? But as you said, if it was meant in a totally comedic way, then that's something because Roseanne's was not on her show. It was not in a funny. No, no. It was a it really was ambien- mean, <laughs> it was an ambient-fueled yeah. tweet.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, there you guys have it. That's the official. Uh, th- this is the official. Uh, <laughs> is
1: that the cuntiest cunt talk you've ever had? I was going to ever... say that, but I was, <laughs> it's, I was having.
0: I it's was... <laughs> the cuntiest
1: cunt talk you've ever had.
0: Yes. <laughs> so the Miss American Pageant takes away the swimsuit competition. Yes. Yeah. You ever watch those?
1: Um, I used to growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped watching it because I forgot which one Donald Trump ran, so I just stopped watching <laughs> all of them.
0: <laughs> I think he did the one in Russia.
1: Yeah, but he owned like Miss America or Miss World or Miss I think, like, like
0: What's the young one? <laughs> I think he owned that. I'm pretty the sure. teen that, one. I think he owned that one. Okay. And he bragged openly about going into the locker room. <gasps> oh god,
1: we're not even the politics oh, it is, yet,
0: baby. Yeah, I know. This has been a very <laughs> political entertainment section. <laughs> It's okay. The last the last couple episodes of The Split 6 has been just about strictly about like one movie each time. Oh, okay. So it's nice to get back So we've to, gotten a lot of good roots. stuff then. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: <laughs> so, do you watch them?
0: I I feel like I've, like, skipped through them one Mm -hmm. time when I was younger and trying to masturbate or something.
1: Yeah, to the (laughs) swimsuit that no longer is there. Right. So poor little boys across the nation are not going to be able to masturbate. I feel so
0: bad for the young (laughs) white
1: kids. (laughs) Oh, man, they'll pull out the, you know, swimsuit collection from uh, Victoria's Secret or something. Yeah, or
0: or, or they will look down at their phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They
1: do have those things now. Pull up Instagram. Although I did hear that the hashtag stripper is like being shadow banned. I don't know if you've heard that.
0: What does shadow banned mean?
1: Oh, I know I'm totally going off topic. Is that okay? It's okay. Yeah. All right. So shadow ban on Instagram. So now that I've created my own business. Right. Like I have learned so much about social media. It's disgusting. Okay. So shadow ban is basically when you use a hashtag that Instagram has like flagged. So like basically like booty gains or like. Uh, uh, stripper is one so basically if you search it it's going to gray it out and if you hashtag it it's not your post isn't going to show to other people why for the fact that instagram is trying to get rid of some of the pornish things that are on there however in a very again feminist thing i'm going to say Mm -hmm. if you actually hashtag male stripper that is not shadow banned
0: oh i'm sure not
1: right men so, are better than women yeah 100 i mean obviously i wouldn't have went on a women's podcast i only came on because a man asked me clearly right. um because i only own two companies that are about empowering women obviously i only came on for the man's point of view exactly as you mansplain things to me thank you nick um
0: oh wait quick sidetrack yeah one time and and i feel bad about this I did try to mansplain feminism to a girl before.
1: <laughs> oh, geez.
0: And I think I was in the right, but I realized how bad that sounded.
1: Yeah, well, and to be fair, some some women don't understand it. So if you would have explained it, that would have been fine. <laughs> I know
0: exactly. I gotta check myself sometimes. I'm I'm still learning. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, we appreciate you being an ally to feminism regardless. And feminist does not mean that you have to be feminine or a female. So I appreciate exactly. all allies of feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, but so oh, I don't even remember what the initial topic was because I started talking about shadow banning. And th- these beers are 7%. So 7.5.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. So what was the topic? I
0: that guess? counts as 15 if you add them together.
1: <gasps> cool. I can do math. You math a lot? Good for you. <laughs> um, oh, so the swimsuits. Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, so they can't look on Instagram is why I got on that topic. But as far as the swimsuit portion goes. So here, here's my thought, which I'll be a little not feminist here. Okay. I feel like if people go into pageants, they know what they're going into mm-hmm. and they're okay in that world. I feel like. We live in a society that, yes, emphasizes the wrong things completely. Mm. And especially as a woman growing up, I know all the struggles I had and all the hatred I had for myself at different points in my life because of what society told me I should look like. Mm. Um, But I feel like when you go into the pageant world, especially when you get that high up in those levels, right, you know that you're going in and you're being judged on your looks. And if that's something you want to do, you should be allowed to do that right i agree so that's my that's my opinion on it yeah
0: um the i guess uh, it's it's weird for me to like like to feel either way about this like i it's not like this is something i have watched so i really don't have any basis making an opinion mm-hmm. about it but you know um i understand why they were take why they're taking them out mm-hmm. because you know uh women shouldn't be judged based on their bodies depends on like you know but like women are judged on their bodies Mm -hmm. like and you know you can't deny it whether someone is hot or not Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna happen either way but also like what is Miss America what does it stand for and I understand them wanting to define themselves is not about that and about something else yeah but also it's not like they're gonna have people that aren't looking like top of the line out there anyway
1: yeah and I think taking it out is good for younger girls. So Mm. I just did a speech for pageant girls this weekend, right? Mm. So girls who are in pageants. I talked about confidence, about competing with yourself and not others, and how to not be a mean girl because girls are terrible. And it starts at a very young (laughs) age now, okay? So that's what I did. And... These girls were so concerned about their hair and their looks and their this and their that, and they're conditioned to feel that way. And let's be honest, when they start pageants, if they start young, they didn't make that choice. Like just keeping it real, they yeah, didn't. No. They they're like crazy pageant moms, just like crazy dance moms and cheers mom, cheer moms, right? Mm. Like, so they didn't make those choices. Um, but by the time they get to that that phase, I feel they they should get to make the choice. But I do appreciate them taking it out because it doesn't. It doesn't make the younger girls like if I was eight years old sitting at home watching this or even, you know, 13 years old sitting at home like, oh, my God, my boobs don't look like that. My stomach sure as hell doesn't look like that. I have something called an ass. So, (laughs) you know, like I think it's it's good for what it can do for society and the fact that it it for little younger girls it it can yeah. be a positive thing but for the women who have spent their lives cuz at this this stage they they're competing on their own i think that if that's something that they work for cuz a lot of these women don't look sick they they're fit yeah yeah you know they spend a lot of time in the gym mm-hmm. so
0: I know it's just like the whole aspect is it's always been weird for me to like rank women on their bodies or whatnot. That is a little strange. I mean, like, I guess I get it because like you can rank like like even men like bodybuilder men mm-hmm. on their bodies. Mm-hmm. But to rank women on like how sexy they are, because that just tends to a person like how much you want to fuck them or something. Right. That's a little fucked up.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, so I get, I get what they're coming from, uh, to take this away. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not really opposed to it. Like, and they're going to, they're going to replace it with like a more like a Q and a section where they're going to determine like, you know, more of their personality and more of how smart they are.
1: Then I, I like that. I think that's great.
0: Yeah. I think that's great too. And so I, I don't have any qualms or any, you know, like I, yeah. Oh, right. i'm kind of indifferent right exactly. yeah that's like, I feel. Eh. like cool do whatever you want it's still miss america um and they're still up there because sure, they're pretty <laughs> right i'm sure you're gonna be there because you're pretty because yeah. you know it's because it, it, it comes from a state level i believe i think
1: yeah so each state gets a miss so like we have a miss michigan and then she goes to mm. miss america so each state has a miss and then i think like puerto rico because they're one of our
0: well, Are they really territory. like can we just get rid of them according <laughs> to President Trump? I mean, you know, they, half what? of them doesn't don't even have power anymore, so I worse.
1: mean, but he did throw them paper towel. So. <laughs> like a
0: basketball player, Steph Curry those bitches. He really did. He <laughs> did.
1: At least they could wipe up some of that water. Yeah. <laughs> Bounty.
0: <laughs> All right, um before we run out of time, um we're going to skip Harvey Weinstein because I've talked about it too much, but yeah, dirty disgusting man. Um, Kelly Marie Kelly Marie Tran of Star Wars, she deleted her entire social media pres- our presence after continued abuse from fans of Star Wars because she was the first woman of color to be a lead role in the Star Wars franchise. And along with that, and along with the first uh, black person being a lead role in Star Wars, you know, Star Wars, the fans have just not been accepting it for some reason.
1: Because she's... A woman of color,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: because she's a woman, or because she's of color.
0: I mean, they also they also had shit with Ray, who is the lead. Uh, Daisy Ridley plays her. She's a woman, but they have more shit with um, uh, Kelly Marie Tran. I don't I forget her Star Wars character name because she, probably she's Asian and because she's not traditionally sexy. Okay, um, but um you know it's it, if the, the the funny thing to me about this is that they have this big outrage about this when the last jedi which was the movie she was in was pretty successful and pretty successful overseas okay and then solo the newest star movie to co- star wars movie to come out has been bombing at the box i saw office.
1: that yeah and i didn't see the movie i saw that it was bombing
0: and that is, like, completely male-centric. Like, you know, there's... there's yeah, that has
1: got Donald th- Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino.
0: That's right, baby. Mm-hmm. This is America. <laughs> Don't get me slipping up. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, Solo, the, you know, Han Solo is, like, a notorious man character from yeah. the youth. So the thing is, I think that people are just holding on to this sentimental thing of Star Wars when the original movies, they're good.
1: They're not great.
0: <laughs> These movies are much better than those. But Well,
1: yeah, they, we got CGI and all that shit now.
0: Right. They're never going to replace them because it's it's not about how good the movie was. It's about the sentimental thing you hold in your heart. And that's and also, you're racist and sexist.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and probably, I mean, those came out like uh, mid to late 70s, if I'm correct. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if we look at where the world was then versus where the world is now, now. Um, it was much more white male dominant, right? Like,
0: right.
1: even if that's not population-wise what it was, that's just who dominated the world. So now you've come into, you know, the social rights movement and you've come into the feminist movement and you've come into all of these, like, mm-hmm. empowering movements where things are changing, the world is changing, and I'm cu- I would be curious to know the types of, as far as gender and um, race that were trolling on um, Kelly Marie Tran. Is that her yep. name? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would be... I'd be curious to know like what the demographics of those were.
0: I'm sure it's mostly white men.
1: Right. So... I mean, if we're going to just keep it real, was it the white men who live at home in the basement of their mom's house or because I feel like a lot of white men that I know that are in my generation or younger, because let's be honest, older, they're still old school. Like I have to do some education on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as younger goes, I feel like like you you being a white man, right? Um, guys, Mostly. in case you didn't know, he is a white man, okay? Um,
0: oh, don't blow up my black persona <laughs> I've got going on over here.
1: <laughs> um, but I feel like now the younger generations are much more accepting of not only women in power but of people people of color in power and just Mm -hmm. not even in power but just being like there
0: this she isn't even the lead of this movie she's like a side character in it and people are up in arms about it and it's it's probably stacked on top of people being pissed at daisy ridley for being like the next big jedi who's a woman okay who fucking love daisy ridley I, I have such a crush on her for, just from Star Wars, you know. Yeah, because like,
1: you're a nerd. Yeah, I got I'm a it. Nerd. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I don't even like the old ones that much, you know.
1: Fuck, fuck,
0: episode one, two, and three. By the way, those episodes suck. But,
1: I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those ones. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, it it sucks that this actress and this just it, kind of part of the world we live in now. Like, I'm sure if back in the day they had the same kind of social media we have, that a lot of those people wouldn't be able to handle it. But. Mm-hmm. Good for her getting off. Like, get off of it. Don't deal with that shit. Be
1: do you, boo boo. Like, that's Mm -hmm. it. Do you be happy? Be powerful. You don't have to be on social media, and you don't have to deal with trolls because that's what's gonna happen. And you are a powerful, strong ass woman who makes more money than any of those bitches saying stuff to you on social media. And I think that the people that probably were saying stuff, like you said, are the older white male generation. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact we came up with. I mean, I was a little bit older, but my brother, he's five years younger than me, so he's closer to your age. Yeah. Your guys' superheroes were the Power Rangers, and you had a Black Ranger and um, an Asian Ranger, and yeah. you had... I, I mean, mean, who happened to were be black, black and yellow? And yellow. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not... I'm definitely not dumb to that fact. But you at least had those, whereas... People from the 70s, their Mm -hmm. heroes were, um, you know, the six million dollar man or seven. I don't remember the number, but it was always white guys, right? Like it was only white guys who are allowed to be heroes or Wonder Woman whose boobs were amazing. Like those are your (laughs) options, you know, like you didn't really get to have this diverse. Fear number three, power. The president grabbed me.
0: Have you not heard that drop before? i have not and <laughs> oh my
1: god i'm gonna hug melissa when i see her that's amazing uh
0: but yeah i mean this whole entertainment section has been a little bit a lot like um politics so okay. <laughs> great way to transfer but uh so yeah any last words you have or you feel like you summed it up you good
1: i mean i think i nailed it no i think so <laughs> okay
0: all right, well... These you know, beers
1: are great, guys. I mean, should we plug the beer one more time? Because they're honestly it. really good. Okay. No,
0: they're not paying me.
1: <laughs> you say that first word.
0: Lagunitas.
1: Citrus cenesis. I don't know. Pale Ale.
0: Pale Ale, yeah. <laughs> Lagunitas, citrus senesis, pale ale.
1: Delicious. Cheers. That's
0: how you say it in Spanish. <laughs>
1: after three of 7.5 content
0: (laughs) all right we're on to everyone's favorite segment of this podcast the trump tweets let's look through some of these
1: so i'm gonna tell them like so nick sent me notes beforehand like what we're gonna talk about and of course you know i still didn't prepare for it because that's my style and one of them said trump tweets and i was telling my dad i you know that i was gonna be on and i i was like so do i just say like i don't read that bullshit or what nick's like oh no we read them online or on air and i was like oh my god this is perfect i'm so excited (laughs) like because i see them you know like become memes and stuff are you on twitter yeah i am do we follow each other we don't let's do that because i'm starting to use that more for my business too but i still am confused how to use it because i'm 34
0: oh it's okay i'll help you (laughs) thank you i appreciate it
1: (laughs) i have like nine followers (laughs)
0: hey uh well i mean i have 109 and i feel like that's terribly low because half of them are probably bots
1: i have nine yeah well you just started in january <laughs> <laughs> well you'll get there no you, my won't. Insta- no you won't my insta's blowing up though my insta's way better than my twitter too really mm-hmm. can i drop my insta handle real quick go ahead instagram.com slash I don't know if it's a back or forward. I don't know. But you know, the normal slash successfully sassy coaching.
0: Successfully sassy, baby.
1: It's amazing, and it's I do a lot of motivational stuff, and I'm pretty open and vulnerable on there. So
0: I thought my guitar case was in here, but I was going to show you my stickers on them.
1: Oh, you put the stickers. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll show you after the podcast. Okay, perfect.
0: All right, Donald J. Trump, at Real Donald Trump, 11 hours ago, the fake news media has been (laughs) so unfair and vicious to my wife, our great first lady, Melania. During her recovery from surgery, they reported everything from near death to facelift, to left the White House and me for New York or Virginia to abuse. All fake. She is doing really well. Um, uh, we were talking about that earlier. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, uh, did you know she had surgery?
0: No, I didn't know. I don't know why she did. And I've, i and I listen to daily podcasts. Yeah. So think-
1: well, let's just shout out our well wishes to our poor Stockholm victim Melania because yeah. that woman. I've...
0: shout out to our porn star first lady Come yeah, on.
1: <laughs> i mean you know what and the thing is as a former counselor i feel like i can see in her eyes she's begging for help <laughs>
0: i mean yeah isn't everybody did you listen to oh we'll talk about that okay okay all right um dot 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 Four reporters spotted Melania in the White House last week walking merrily along to a meeting (laughs) They never reported the sighting because it would hurt the sick narrative that she was living in a different part of the world, (laughs) was really ill, or whatever. Fake news is really bad.
1: (laughs) So, Nick, I'm curious. How do you merrily walk? How do you merrily walk?
0: (laughs) Why is he tweeting about this if it's not... Like I don't I I am honestly concerned for Melania right now because there is a lot going on.
1: I am very concerned for her and I need have to pull been. some other stuff. Yeah, I have been very concerned for her for a long time, but I'm curious how you merrily walk along. <laughs> I'm also curious how you have time to tweet more than I do. and run a country like that is terrifying to me and nick will you look at the score of this damn game right now
0: uh yeah detroit's losing to boston five to one but you guys don't care and already know the answer (laughs) when you (laughs) listen (laughs) to this um but yeah so melania trump there was there was one thing where trump was talking to the media yeah he's like look uh, look up there melania's over there in the white house and he points to a window and there's no one there (laughs) (laughs) The <laughs> Melania did send out a tweet yeah. that said she was fine, but it is totally written in like Trump tweet talk. So, I, you know, it's just a conspiracy theory, but it's kind of funny, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a sick way, but it's,
1: it's just funny. it's the thing that kills me is I guarantee Obama, regardless of your feelings oh. on him. I love Obama, to be fair. But regardless of your feelings, you know that somebody educated ran his Twitter. Who the hell continues to give this 45 access to anything that has a Twitter app or accessibility?
0: Well, he does because he will not let anyone control him. Which I guess you can find a little redeemable. But oh, actually, actually it's been come out that Sometimes there's tweets that like are misspelled and whatnot. That it's purposely misspelled by his aides to unite his base a little more to make him feel more human.
1: Um, I would call that hashtag fake news.
0: Well, yeah, hashtag fake news is only CNN and MSNBC, not Fox News. Anyways, all right, next one. Many, re- many more Republican voters showed up yesterday than the fake news thought possible. <laughs> The political pundits just don't get what is going on on out there. Or they don't or they do get it but refuse to report the facts. Remember, Dems are high tax, high crime, easy to beat. And he, he has a really big problem with like when he capitalizes stuff. Yeah. Cause like the first letter in remember dems lowercase are high high uppercase.
1: Can't even explain it's just it. a mess. It's, it's a like mess. when we were on MySpace and we just capitalized random letters with some like um, asterisks and squiggles. Oh, wait. Are you too young for MySpace?
0: I know MySpace. Come okay. On. All right. It started that MySpace. I still have a MySpace profile. I still oh, have a top eight. Oh. oh,
1: man. I got kicked out of mine because I stopped using it. I checked.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know you could kicked get out. kicked out. Yeah,
1: after like so much. How recently did you check? Like last year.
0: <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe I did then because I haven't checked in a year. Oh, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Right. So, I think regardless of like your political view at this point, right? Like Republican, Democrat, I'm very open to everything. I feel like I lean more one way than I do the other, but I'm very open. I can have those conversations like very easily with either mm-hmm. side as long as they're informed. Even if my opinions yeah. differ, if you're informed, I I respect your opinion. Well, For you me, know,
0: you know the podcast slogan of this podcast.
1: No, please tell me
0: oh so you've never listened to the entirety of this podcast
1: why is it at the very end yes oh
0: shame 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 i'm just kidding um it's okay this podcast isn't that great it's okay though.
1: <laughs> but now i'm on and like
0: i honestly feel like this is one of our better episodes
1: yes i'm nailing it guys
0: <laughs> but anyways at the end I and i will say again it is more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for somebody else to listen to what you're saying
1: yeah Yeah, I I agree with that. And like I said, I I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. That doesn't matter to me as long as you're informed. Mm -hmm. But if you're batshit crazy, I can't get down with you. It doesn't matter. You can be an extremist left. I can't get down with you just as if you're like POTUS. I can't get down (laughs) with you. I can't.
0: Honestly, I've always said, "Put me in a room with Donald Trump for thirty minutes, and I'll change the outlook of this country because this guy is so impressionable and will is so easily to be manipulated.
1: I would love if you were in a room with him for thirty minutes because I feel like you are a persuasive talker. so <laughs> I would like to see what happens. And because I appreciate some of your most of your opinions, I would like to see the direction that takes place. So that's great
0: you know you know the thing is you want to know the key to be a persuasive talker what's that just listen and understand somebody else and then honestly talk about how you feel Mm -hmm. in regards to how they feel
1: have you ever thought of going into counseling
0: uh
1: kind of
0: no no
1: okay well i'm just saying i got paid a lot of money to do this I know you guys can't see me, but I'm just shaking my head.
0: We didn't pay you anything (laughs) to be on this podcast. I
1: mean, as a therapist, I got a lot of money to do this. (laughs) <laughs> to do what to shake your head and listen oh, that's the, it that's why i'm like shaking my head yes you like, just like nod like i don't have a
0: therapist <laughs> who is paying you to be on this podcast right now no
1: i'm saying as a therapist like that's what it is you get paid to listen it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with anything else because people need that in in the world you're gonna be the best person if you listen
0: oh i'm great at that i'm yeah. great at listening that's
1: what i'm saying you should look into going to counseling
0: well, all right, cool. As long as we don't need a bachelor's degree because I don't believe in college. There we go.
1: Okay, well, let's Just get kidding, you do. into coaching because <laughs> you can't be a therapist.
0: Um. All right, next one. Congratulations to Dana Rarabacker on his... What? <laughs> his? Um, congratulations to Dana Rarabacker on his big California win. We are proud of you, Dana. Donna? Dana? I don't know. That one's not important. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, the rest are not controversial. They're just like standard Trump tweets. So we must move on.
1: Okay.
0: Sorry, I'm having a little bit of suppressing the hiccups.
1: Oh, well, I've been turning my head and burping quite a bit. I have two, but okay. I don't show anybody. Yeah, I don't show anybody either. I'm just telling the world right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the world, you mean all 27 people that listen to 100%. This <laughs>
1: and, but see, here's the thing. I'm about to put this on my social. You might get some new hits.
0: Oh, oh hell yeah, everybody. Come on. Follow me <laughs> at, and, or at Nick Wagella on Twitter, at Wigella on Instagram. Follow us at Media on Facebook, everybody. All right. What up now? <laughs> um. All right. So the next. Primaries in eight states across the country started yesterday. The uh, most controversial one was in California because California has these weird laws where shocking, where like the two like so the primaries happen and okay. there's like a bunch of contestants, left and right contestants. Okay, and the top two vote getters go onto the ballot, so no one else does. And
1: isn't that's not normal in every state? No,
0: no, because like normally it's separated between Republican and Democrats, but this one's lumped together.
1: Oh, so it's just the top eight, no matter what side like, you're just on. Just the top two. Oh, okay. Like,
0: like in, in each district, you know. Like, okay. Um. So the concern is like because you know California is notoriously Democrat, democratic. Yeah. And left, left swinging, but this year there has been so many different uh, Democrats running for office. So like, there's like, so, like there's six Democrats running. And only two Republicans. If those two Republicans get more votes than any of the other two Democrats, they are both going to be on the ballot. And they're going to win that section of the House. Or the Republicans will win that part of the House, no matter what. If they get more votes than any of the other individual Democrats.
1: I realize I can't see my face right now, but it's yeah. You look sad, disgust.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Looks like it looks like sad, scared, and disgust all molded molded into one. Yeah. Well, good news uh, because (laughs) uh, we have a chance in every single one. So okay. And it was weird today. I was I was looking at my news feed um, for my my Google app has gives me all the news that I've like been looking at, and. I, walked, I looked at a Fox News, news feed and I said like Democrats are are sad they didn't really win in California and then my Democratic one was like we avoid the lockout everywhere because that's what we were worried about was like right. getting locked out so like I don't know what they were talking about but like there hashtag is hashtag fake news Exactly. <laughs> hashtag actual <laughs> fake news like Fox News is actual fake news
1: Do you you, you watch any news? So here's the thing. Um, Before I moved into private practice, I was a trauma therapist for like two and a half, three years. And I saw so much real terribleness in the world that I stopped watching the news completely. And I've held true to that so i get my news and this is going to sound ridiculous but i get my news on facebook and then i check the reliability of the article that i read that's not ridiculous okay but i refuse to watch the actual news like i go to my parents house and i'm like i'm gonna go sit outside for 30 minutes until this is over because the world is a terrible place so no i do not watch the news
0: no i don't watch any of the news sites i mean i i i do because I, mean, I listen to, because for my job, you know, everyone knows. Yeah. I just I just listen to podcasts all the yeah. time. Yeah. And I listen to a bunch of news podcasts. That's where I get my news okay. from. And then if there's something I don't agree with, or even if there's something I super agree with, I will look it up because they all cite their sources. They yeah. all have footnote pages on their websites.
1: Right. And Facebook now has this like little eye that comes up, and you click it for info, and it gives you the reliability of the article.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I didn't even notice that. Yeah.
1: So if you hover over the article, like on the right bottom side, it'll pop up and it'll show you like where the article came from to make sure that it's like from a reliable source. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Because people like me who only read Facebook or like people like my mother who will share shit that's like, uh, I'm going to need you to check your sources. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It gives people a better chance to share more reliable news now.
0: The real question is with Fox News, how do you feel about Fox News? Do your parents watch it? Your parents. what are your parents? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Um, so my parents and I are very different as far as our views go. Um, but I so I'm gonna say this because I know my mom will never listen to this. My mom is very impressionable and neither I, will mine. Okay. So <laughs> fair. So my mom's very impressionable and will do pretty much anything people around her tell her to do. So I think she, whoever gives her better feedback, she'll listen to. Um, My dad and I have very different views, but my dad is my favorite person to talk politics with because Mm -hmm. our views are so different, but they're educated. Both of us are educated in what we say. So we are able to open each other's eyes a lot. So I don't want to pinpoint them in a certain place because I don't like to be pegged like just left wing because I feel like I can swing right on some things. Yeah. um, But they do not watch Fox News. Thank God. Even even with different views on mine, they still do not watch Fox. No, News. yeah, and
0: and I had uh, one of my friends. Shout out to Joe McNav- McNavish on the hey, podcast. Hey, Joe. Hey. He's a noted Republican, and I I feel like him being on this podcast. And not that we even like got time to discuss enough. Yeah. But I kind of understand where where I think at least Republicans are coming from with in terms of a general distrust of the government, and I. I can understand that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe, maybe these social issues and these social things that I want to be passed, I can understand why people would distrust that they would actually work because corruption is rampant.
1: Yeah. And I get that too. And I get, so I have a friend who texted me, um, last week sometime when we were talking about something and he's like, well, I know how you lefties feel about stuff. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to get back to you. I'm giving my money away from free for free. And like. Treating people with respect. I'm sorry. Let me get back to you on that. Right. You know. So like we joke about it because we know we're very different yeah. as far as our views go. Um, but I I just I feel like if you can be around people regardless of what your view is, as long as you're both educated and you're open minded, and even if you know you're not gonna sway the other person's thought process, as long as you can respect the fact that mm. the two of you are different. But you're educated in the difference. Like, I cannot have a conversation with somebody who supports Trump because, well, he's not a Clinton or Obama. Like, (laughs) I want to throat punch that person and I'm not a violent person. Like, that is not a reason to vote for somebody. Like, did you vote for him for his his like points and stances? Well, I'm not really sure what those are. I hate you. That's right, like right. how it I face. know. That's
0: the, that's like my goal for this podcast is to be like, okay, there are people like that that exist, and how how do we, how do we get them to, come to their own conclusions, not right. just the literal fake news conclusions, yeah. like that Hillary Clinton is a murderer or that Barack Obama, like Trump, has said, it was not born in America. Like, right. how do we get them to? And he's a
1: Muslim and hates all Americans. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How do we get them to get there? And I think we have to first... The first step is to listen to them and figure out why they do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe calmly and peacefully show them, like, I don't know if I agree with that. Like, yeah. Like, it doesn't seem logistical. But there have been scientific studies that <laughs> the more... Are you
1: laughing because I just burped again? No, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm, laughing,
0: <laughs> I'm laughing at the fact that this is a real, a real fucking study. Yeah, That, like... The more left or right people are, when presented with facts that oppose their argument, the more they go to the left or right, even though the facts are like they, they feel like they're It pushes attack. them
1: the other way. Yeah, mm. I, I totally I, I could see that. And it's so being OK, so being a business owner, right, like mm. I keep all my political views off social media. I don't put any of them... I mean, people... Until now. Yeah. People know that I'm pretty much a feminist, right? Because that's...
0: Well, yeah. uh, yeah. Everyone should be a feminist.
1: Yeah. So people know that, but like, I don't put my political allegiances and all of that out there. Like, I keep most of that to myself because that can harm your business regardless, right? Like, if you lean one way or the other. And so... I had told my business coach. I said I'm going on a podcast, and so she's thinking I'm going on one of these like women empowerment podcasts, right? And I said, no. Basically, I'm going to go get drunk, and I'm going to just <laughs> talk about sports, entertainment, and politics. And each
0: over the course of one beer.
1: Yes, delicious beers, which I'm really <laughs> impressed with. But I, to me, you know, I I stay pretty neutral in what I say outwardly for the simple fact that. I don't disagree with people if they're informed. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. If you're informed, I really don't care what your opinion is because your upbringing was probably different than mine. So what you you feel is important might be different than mine. Your, your job experiences are different than mine. Mm-hmm. Your socioeconomic status now might be different than mine or like your sense of humanity may be different than mine. You know, like, I don't care what yours is. But when I did, when I I decided to come on this, you know, like, I thought about it. I'm like, do you think this could harm, like, any of these things? And I'm like, you know what? I don't care because I'm not going to go on there and be like, this is, this is truth. Like, this (laughs) is how the world works. You know, I'm going to just kind of like speak my piece a little bit, but be honest about the fact, like, just be an educated and an informed person and american and want the best for the people that affect that it affects you but i do I, the extremists it's it's crazy
0: yeah what's what, what's what's much more important than figuring out like whose opinion is right and uh which person's an ass on which person is not is yeah. figure out why because yeah. of because of your up, up, upbringing and because of like everything you've been taught, why these opinions differ so mm-hmm. much. That's what I, that's what I think the thesis of this podcast is, is to figure out why people have different beliefs, even though they're experiencing the same things, mm-hmm. maybe in different ways. Mm-hmm. But we gotta, we gotta bridge that gap. Cause we all, we all are inhabiting and in, in, inhabiting a body that is feeling things, getting information, maybe different information, but I don't think that, I think most of us are good and most of us want the best. And we all of us think we're doing the best. Oh, like, yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. thinks that they're doing bad.
1: No, I agree with that. Yes. Wholeheartedly.
0: But we got to figure out what makes us think differently than each other.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that's what's hard for a lot of people, especially those extremists is they're like the only good idea and it's extreme left or right. The only good idea is mine. I'm a patriot i Mm. want the best when it's in reality i'm so proud of you for being a patriot but guess what so is joe Schmo, who's in the damn middle he's a patriot too and what you guys are saying are going to take him one way or the other and and as somebody who like i said leans typically left there are left things that have happened that have screwed me because i'm self-employed my income is different like Mm. Those things have hurt me. But overall, because of how I feel about the general consensus of people, I want certain things and and I feel certain ways. So I lean that way still. But it's it's when when we're not educated on what's really happening and you're only looking at the good for yourself, that it becomes an issue. Mm -hmm. That's that's a problem, you know. Right. Like
0: like like what I was saying, like um like i have i have other republican friends that like i've gotten to like big fights with mm-hmm. and like i i have been like some point like i don't even want to talk to you again yeah but then with my friend joe who's been on the podcast
1: yeah hey joe hey uh, just saying hey hi joe
0: mcnavich we call him joe michigan um <laughs> <laughs> but like with him on like he can articulate his his uh beliefs well and 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 he's and I respect him so much because he never tries to fight with me about it. He just like exactly. Says, he just says like, well, uh, well, you really think the government's gonna be able to do that? I'm yeah. like, I yeah. guess I don't really have <laughs> any basis to to like say that. Like, yeah, that that's yeah. gonna work. And so you know, I get where he's coming from. Like, and he is someone that is always gonna articulate it to me in a way that's respectful too Mm -hmm.
1: and that's that's so important like no Mm. matter what side you're on respect the people who don't believe what you you believe i don't care Same thing about color, race, religion, gender, identity, anything. Mm. I don't care how different you are from me. Be respectful of everyone who's different than you as far as your thought process and and everything else. Then you and I are going to be best friends. I don't don't care. I mean, I can be friends with a trans... I mean, not that I feel there's a lot of transgendered Republicans who are like... Asian, I don't feel like that's necessarily yeah, There's like, probably
0: like four of them
1: right? So in if, the
0: universe. If
1: any of you are listening, we can be friends.
0: <laughs> if any of you are listening, <laughs> oh my god, I've made it.
1: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I don't care how different we are and yeah. none of that matters to me as long as you respect what I have to say and I respect what you have to say and as long as you and I can have conversations where you let me talk and I listen and you listen and then vice versa. That is what that's what the world is supposed to be about, not about putting each other down. And and again, I'm a mindset coach and like a confidence coach like that is my job. Like (laughs) I want people to feel good about who they are. So you need to surround yourself with people who make you feel that way. So if your friends have all these different beliefs than you. They at least need to be respectful of what your beliefs are as you do of theirs.
0: I also think, like, even if those people that are around you don't, like, if you, like, let's say, like, people that are around you are toxic and they are being very negative. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I, I mean, this is not a set belief I have, but I feel like it is on, the onus is on us to get them back and, like, to maybe take a sacrifice and take some, take some abuse from them. But as long as it's constructive and you can relate to them, like, why you're feeling abused or mm-hmm. why you're feeling like they're not taking in, they're not listening to you. Like, you you can't just, I mean, you want to listen to people, but you also need to convince people to listen to you in a way that's not going to alienate them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with that. And I think it's it's super important to have those relationships, and also set those clear boundaries. Because when you do have that friend who is, like, so extremist and so opposite of you, mm-hmm. if they can't respect what you're saying, that's an issue. Like, just in general, no matter if it's politics or anything else, because, right. if they're you They're know, trying
0: to say LeBron's better than Michael Jordan?
1: Just listen. Right. Just listen and listen and respect that that's their opinion. Or, you know, they, they think, like, Jersey Shore sucks. Like... I mean, listen, you know they're wrong, but just listen to their opinions. You know, it, it, we should be friends with people who challenge us. That's the thing. And I think a lot of people want to have friends that are like in their, like agree with everything they have to say. Mm-hmm. And if you want to grow as a person, you 100% have to be challenged.
0: Oh, I agree.
1: Hmm. I got tons of different friends. I have friends in every different age bracket and Race, socioeconomic status, and age, and like everything. And, I mean, you know?
0: I got and I got friends in low places.
1: Yeah, I mean, where the whiskey grows, right? <laughs> Goes, grows, It I, grows I, there, right? I don't
0: think whiskey grows. I don't
1: either, but that's the word. Where isn't the it? whiskey, whiskey grows? Oh, yeah. Afraid. See, I think I'm just always so drunk when I sing the song, I don't know the actual word. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, but man. yeah, the whole sentiment is 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 great because that's that's drowns. Where the whiskey drowns. There it is. There it is. Sorry. What does that even mean? You drown your sorrows in the whiskey? Where
0: the whiskey drowns. And the beer I also the might traces. be making that word. That be- <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> this beer is strong, guys.
0: This beer is strong and I drank it all. So Yeah.
1: Hey.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, the whole sentiment, like we've already said. Let's oh. just
1: all love each other.
0: Yeah, let's let's all love each other in a non-sexual way. <laughs> all right, before... We're, we are almost out of time, so there's some other things we wanted to get... Oh, my God. Paul Manafort, accused of witness tampering. Um, yeah, Paul Manafort, former Trump, Trump campaign uh, planner or whatnot, uh, is accused of texting and communicating with people, trying to correlate a story about how he wasn't uh, a criminal
1: but he is yeah okay Okay.
0: uh right to refuse to bake a cake for a gay couple that was upheld by the supreme court you're allowed to refuse it um i honestly i i get it i get why uh like you should have the right to not do what you
1: yeah we're allowed to. to reserve or reserve the right for like no shoes no shirt no service right so mm-hmm. it goes along those lines if that's i mean, if that's what we're talking about, right
0: If it infringes upon your religion, I guess so, but like if it's if it's like like it's not the same thing if you're gonna refuse to make a cake for a black couple or an interracial couple mm-hmm. like that's not the same thing i guess because of how fucked I don't know how religious you are, but because of how fucked up the Christian religion is, I can see how that's okay. Not that I believe in it at all.
1: I don't like it. Anything you
0: want to plug? We're at the end of the podcast, Stacey.
1: Um, So, again, I'd love to have you guys join me over on my Instagram, which is Instagram.com slash Successfully Sassy Coaching or hop on over to Facebook. I run a motivational group, um, Facebook.com slash Positively Sassy. My name on Facebook is Stacey Lynn. You're going to see a picture of me with my hands in in the air with my mouth open because that's usually what happens.
0: (laughs) Hey. Hey.
1: Yeah. Um, So I'd love to have you guys hop on over I'm super about empowerment and motivation and just making sure that you love yourself and others no matter who you are or who they are, so...
0: You probably don't have to go to Instagram.com. You can probably just put an at in front of everything she just said. <laughs> she's new she's, she's she's new to this stuff. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this has been the Split Six Podcast. Podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different types of eating for the course one beer. Follow me at Nick Wagella on Twitter, at Enwagella on Instagram, at Split Six Media on Facebook. And remember, it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying to you than it is for your them to listen to what you are saying thank you for splitting six with us